Hey guys, good morning. This is Ashton's podcast today. It's 1023 here in the morning on July 3rd. So today we're going to talk about mainly NBA free agency and where everybody's going. So I kind of want to start off talking about Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and DeAndre Jordan. They all three went to the Brooklyn Nets, and I think that was a huge signing for them. Kevin Durant is out for all of next season, but Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant both signed four-year deals, so they'll get Kevin Durant for at least three of those years. Kyrie Irving should be good for all four years. It will be Kyrie Irving show, the Kyrie Irving show in Brooklyn for at least a year, and then Kevin Durant will come on in. DeAndre Jordan is really good friends with Kevin Durant, so he was like, you know what, let's team up. And Kyrie Irving's really good friends with Kevin Durant as well, so they, all three of them, agreed to go to Brooklyn to to play with friends. And I think it will be a fun show to watch. Brooklyn will be really entertaining. Next year, I'll see them getting an early exit in the playoffs because Kevin Kevin Durant isn't going to be there at all. He's going to be out with that Achilles injury. So that will be a big blow for them. But th- they'll still have a good year. They'll be, like, I think the sixth or seventh seed in the East pretty pretty much. Kawhi Leonard, he is still undecided yet. He There's been a lot of talks that he could either sign with the Lakers, the Clippers, or Toronto. I don't think he's going to the Lakers as much as I would like to see him go to the Lakers. I don't think he's going. I think he goes to the Clippers because the Clippers have a really run one run well organization and they've are first class all the way around and the Clippers just they have the coach they have the front office they have a really good team and they're just missing a Kawhi Leonard to put them on top in the West and possibly win a championship so that that's what they're missing if he goes back to Toronto there's a really high chance they're the favorites to come out of the east and win it again and so anywhere he goes he's going to be favored to go to the NBA finals and possibly win a championship next year so Kawhi he's just taking his time he doesn't need to rush anything he I think he's earned the right to take his time and really think over where he wants to be for the for the next three, four, five years of his career. So Toronto, they he's he's done everything for that city that they could have asked for and he brought a championship and so he's there will be no hard feelings if Kawhi leaves because they would start a rebuild and so He's all good there. Toronto, the Clippers, they really want to win now. And so they kind of, they're banking on Kawhi coming in. And the Lakers, they want another star. But if they don't get Kawhi Leonard, they they should go out for shooting. Like, there's there's been a lot of great shooters that have been 
taken already off the market, but they just need to go find some shooting and they should be fine because the pick and roll with LeBron James and Anthony Davis will be good all day long. Nobody can really stop those two. When you have two of the arguably two of the top five players in the NBA, you should be fine. As long as you have some shooting, you're golden to get to the playoffs and compete for a championship. So there's that. And then I see that Boogie Cousins hat is there's no where that he has signed yet. He may go back to Golden State, but with Kevin Durant's Percher, that's he's probably not going to go back. But he can if he wants to. Um, a lot of people have been talking about Anthony Davis and Boogie Cousins teaming up again. Boogie Cousins coming to L.A. And I think that would be a match made in heaven again because we've already seen them play in New Orleans and they re- did really well together. Um, I wouldn't give DeMarcus Cousins the max, uh, the max because the salary cap for the Lakers is $32 million, and I wouldn't give all $32 million to DeMarcus Cousins. I would at least give $10 million. I would do that, but not $32. He's not He's not worth that in my eyes. Um, he's he's a really good player. I think DeMarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis pick-and-roll game. You could choose which, if you're LeBron James and you have the ball, you do pick-and-roll, and you have DeMarcus Cousins on one side and Anthony Davis on the other. I mean, that it's, it's pick-your-poison pretty much when you're playing defense, and there's just – there's no good options there if you're playing defense. So that's that would be a scary team to go up against if DeMarcus Cousins were to go to L.A. with the, with the Lakers. DeMarcus Cousins, he, he'll find a team. It's probably going to take him some time. Um, the Warriors and the Lakers are probably his two top options at this point. And so there's that. And then I saw that Kemba Walker went to Boston and he is basically taking the role on of Kyrie Irving. And that will be interesting because you're just swapping out one dominant ball handler for another. So I don't know if Boston will have the same problems like like they did last year. Probably not because I think Kemba will be more willing to give up the ball because he's never been in a winning situation before. So he'll probably give up the ball a lot more than he was in Charlotte because Charlotte, he was a one-man show. He had to be because nobody else was good enough on that team to help him compete for the playoffs. And so there's been – Charlotte's been a a terrible – team the last five six years so he's he's going to a winning organization for the first time in his career he'll be a winning he'll be he's only made the playoffs once and that was back in 2012 2013 and he's never made it back since so Kemba Walker if you haven't heard of him he's 6-1 he went to UConn he helped him win a champion a national championship he's a really 
He's a really good ball handler. He can score the ball with ease, and he'll put on a highlight reel every every at least one highlight reel per game. So I think Boston's getting a really good point guard. Again, I don't know. They might have the same problems because they're getting another ball ball dominant player. But again, I think he might may be willing to give up, maybe willing to give the ball up. And then Jimmy Butler going to Miami. That kind of surprised me. I thought he would either stay in Philadelphia or go to Houston. I didn't really see him going to Miami. Now, he'll be the best player on the Miami Heat team. Uh, Miami's wanting to get rid of Goran Dragic, their starting point guard. I think he's Goran was an all-star a couple years ago and he he's kind of just fallen off in talent and he's not what he once was he's still a hard a good hard basketball player he plays it on both ends that's why he got the all-star vote uh, a couple years ago but Jimmy Butler he him and Pat Riley are like a match made in heaven they're both hard competitive guys they don't they're not going to take your bull crap to say and they they want people that are going to compete on both ends and they want to build that winning culture in Miami and Jimmy Butler wants to be a part of that culture and he the Miami Heat the they will probably like be an eighth seed next year is my guess eighth or ninth seed like they were this year um Jimmy Butler is better than Dwayne Wade was last year. So Dwayne Wade, as good as he was last year, he it was his retirement year. He was going to do everything in his power to give us a, a good go. But I wish I would have seen Dwayne Wade in the playoffs, but didn't get that wish, so that stunk. But Jimmy Butler will put... Miami in the playoff contention, but they'll probably get swept in the first round. Um, they'll get knocked out in the first round. The Miami Heat don't really have any other players other than Jimmy Butler, and they're, they had a center, Hassan Whiteside. He went to Portland, so they don't really have a center right now or anybody in the low post that can do anything, so it's all just Jimmy Butler, and that's probably not the best thing for Jimmy right now because he's going to get all the main attention, but Jimmy will be fine. He'll put him to the eighth seed at least, and they'll they'll do fine. The Jazz, they've ma- they've been making moves since our la- my last podcast. They've gotten Mike Conley in a trade, and... They saw Boban Bogdanovich. I'm pretty sure I said his name right. Mike Conley. He can't. He was the starting guard in Memphis, and he got traded because they Memphis drafted John ja Morant, and John ja Morant is era has started in Memphis. So it was time for Mike Conley to leave. Memphis and go play somewhere else play on a contender Utah got 
Mike Conley and Boban Bogdanovich. Mike Conley is a really good two-way player. He plays defense really well and offense pretty consistently. He's a 20-point scorer, and he can get you. He led the league at one point in steals. This was back in 2010-11, but he's still he, – he plays defense pretty consistently, and he will get you steals when you're not expecting it at the most. And Boban, he's, he was the Pacers' leading scorer when Victor Oladipo went down last year, and the dude can stroke it when he's on fire. He almost – back a couple years ago when it was – uh, LeBron's last year in Cleveland the Cleveland Cavaliers almost got knocked out of the playoffs because of Bobon Bodanovich because he was just going off hitting threes from every direction and then when Bobon went cold that's when the Pacers lost and that's when LeBron took over and he just basically showed the world I am the best player and it does not matter what seed I am I'm going to get back to the finals I am the best so the the pacer the the jazz my bad excuse me the jazz uh, those two signings will be huge they they traded Jay Crowder to Memphis and Cal Corver to Memphis as well but they got Boban Bogdanovich back and Mike Conley so that that will be they will be a very stout defensive team they will be probably a top five defensive team next season is my is my guess because they got the defense the two-time reigning defensive player of the year Rudy Gobert then Mike Conley and then Donovan Mitchell can play some defense as well Boban can play some defense and then Joe Ingles, he can stroke it from deep and play a little bit of defense as well. So those that will be a really stout defensive team. Then I think the the Jazz will be at least a top five team in the East and the West. My bad, excuse me. And the Denver Nuggets, the Denver Nuggets got a steal in the draft, which I thought was huge. Bobo and Bobo is a top five talent, was a top five talent in the draft, and he fell all the way to the second round. He's a seven he's a seven foot center. He can he has ball handling skills. He can shoot it from deep. I mean Bobo can pretty much do it do a lot of stuff offensively and defensively. He's an elite shot blocker. He he will he will do it all. And he fell to the second round to the Denver Nuggets. Denver is going to be stout next year cuz they have Michael Porter Jr. coming off of injury and they'll and they have to inquire him into the into the uh, the lineup and Bull Bull, I, Denver has, is only, their stock is only increasing from here, and they will probably be the first seed, if not the second seed, depending on where 
Kawhi goes and if the Lakers get shooting and free agency, the Denver Nuggets are probably going to be the, the number one seed in the West and going to the NBA Finals if you're not careful because Michael Porter Jr. was supposed to be a couple years ago the number one overall pick. He had an injury to his back and surgery on his back and then he fell all the way to the last pick in the lottery which was the Denver Nuggets and he went like 14th or 15th and then Denver Nuggets get another steal this draft ball ball and Denver already has elite playmakers pretty much on every level from Will Barton to Michael yeah, Beasley. Mc- Michael Beasley. No, it's that doesn't sound right. It's Mike. It's Beasley. And uh, then they have Jamal Murray. They lost Isaiah Thompson. Isaiah Thomas. My bad, excuse me. In free, in free agency. And uh, they got Jamal Murray. Gary Harris, he's gonna, he's gonna help them stroke it from deep. They got Michael Porter Jr., Bol Bol, Nikola, Jokovic. Um, they, I think they still have Paul Millsap. I mean, they, they are loaded. They will be fine. And then, yeah. So Denver will be fine. So. And then this Philadelphia 76ers, they got better on in the low post because they got Al Horford. They lost Jimmy Butler, but they got Al Horford, who was with the Boston Celtics for a few years. He, Al Horford, he's a really stout defensive player, and he'll help Joel Embiid grow. Um, Joel Embiid, his one struggle was against Al Horford, and they happened to just snag Al Horford in free agency and so Al will definitely help Joel Embiid with his growth Um, there's always things for players to improve so you know Joel will probably get a lot of help from Al Horford and they were able to keep Tobias Harris which a lot of people were were I think would have rather lost to keep Jimmy Butler Tobias, he's a good player. He'll be fine. And they managed to keep, they managed to get Al Horford. Um, And so that, and then, so that will be something. But Ben Simmons has to get a jump shot for Philadelphia to be in title contention. He has to start shooting jump shots, whether that's, from the free throw line on like three point shots. He's got to, he's got to start somewhere and he's got to start shooting outside the paint. If he wants to be considered arguably a top five player in the NBA, because he has all the skills that you want. He's basically a LeBron James, but without a jump shot, he's six ten. He's, he can get up and down the floor. He's a really good ball handler. He's a good decision maker He's just a jump shot away from 
being considered another LeBron James in the game. And he, all he shoots, I am not kidding you, is within inside of five feet in the paint. Like anything other than that, it, it's, he's not going to do it. He's, he will not do it. And he's not, he's, he's not a good free throw shooter at all either, which is kind of, which also worries me a little bit because when I think his, his free throw numbers are, are also kind of getting in his head a little bit because the dude I've seen uh, videos where he's he just pulls up. This is like in practice at all. This is in practice. Just him just sh- shooting jump shots. He'll he'll make nothing but net. But when he gets into a game, he he doesn't even attempt one. Like he just doesn't. And it, that's really concerning for the Philadelphia 76ers because if they want to get to that get to the finals and win an NBA championship. Ben Simmons will have to consistently shoot the three-point shot and make it. And so at this point, we're just asking Ben Simmons to just attempt shots. He doesn't have to make it, just attempt it, just so he can get a feel, get a rhythm for what to do in a game. Because when the playoffs are at its highest, he is nowhere the last two seasons. He's been nowhere to be found for the Philadelphia 76ers in the in the second round. He's he's kind of a non-factor at, and it's kind of cuz you know where he's going. He's trying to get into the paint, so you protect the paint as much as you possibly can and make him pass the ball out and you don't and people are leaving him wide open. Brooklyn and I've seen I watched a couple games of the Brooklyn Nets and the Philadelphia 76ers, they just left him wide open like he was a man on an island. And he would drive to the paint, and when he would drive, that's when the defense would collapse in, and so he would have to pass it out. And so that that Jimmy Butler loss for Philadelphia, him going to Miami, is going it's going to show – not only in the regular season, but in the playoffs, because they don't have anybody that can fill the role of Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy Butler, he'll be fine in Miami, but Jim, the Philadelphia 76ers are going to struggle without Jimmy Butler. It's going to be – I don't know where they're going to get their scoring from. I mean, I know Tobias Harris is – he's known for scoring, and but – Still, you you need that. Uh, Al Horford, he can do a lot, but he's he's getting older in age. He he can't do what Jimmy Butler can, which is handle the ball and shoot off the dribble. Al Horford can spot up from deep and play some defense, hard nosed defense, and that's what Philadelphia basically got in free agency. And so. Philadelphia will be like a top five, top fin- top ten defense in this league. Um, that's not a question in my mind. And so
that's kind of all that I had for you guys today. Um, thank you for joining into our podcast and thank you for listening and see you guys later.